When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go. Are you? Have a perfect morning. Get out there, play, do your thing. Have some fun before the heat hits. Got a couple more days of that. Glorious morning. And uh, before we start anything, I have to say it. I, I am the guy who does this far too often, uh, praises the the work of uh, Happy Endings Pet Euthanasia. But here I am again. Your punch card well, is I'm full. I'm telling you what, this is a lot. But uh, I signed up for it. But we had to use them again yesterday in Dr. Fixler and... It just again, it's if you are in that situation, if you're a pet owner, you're going to probably be faced with this someday. And there's nothing uh, more soothing than the way uh, those folks do it. It is a great, uh, it's a funny name because they wanted to get attention for it. In fact, that's how we found them. I saw them driving down the road in their car. It said Happy Endings Pet Euthanasia on their car. And I'm like, oh my God. So I got the number and I called them. I'm like, you guys, are you kidding or what happened? Like, you give hand jobs to dogs? What goes on here? <laughs> And uh, the timing of our pet ownership potentially has four in a row. I mean, they're they're the same oh, yeah, age, they're all roughly. The same age, yeah. And I, you, I oh. you know, that was one of the things that I was like, I don't. You get weird about that. Well, like, I got a couple. You have a, you have Kirby. That's never. She's experienced one kind of, but she was really young. So this will be the first one that she gets to. Have, uh, Sorry, Brady. Oh, way too early. What is this? <laughs> She'll be out of here at 9. Ski mask just bought, yeah. Wow. Brady's making an excellent point about pets, but then ski mask pulled up and I'm completely distracted. For her 10-minute shift. 13 minutes early. Yeah, we timed her breaks yesterday. Uh, Toledo has the ability to do that. 10 minutes on the air total. <laughs> That's no joke. 10 minutes. <laughs> That's the best gig in town. Yeah. <laughs> we've been getting robbed. Yeah, we've been getting robbed. This whole building's been getting robbed. She gets a check today. Put that ski mask on. 10 minutes of on air. Time. <laughs> it's amazing. So anyway, yeah. Is it too much or is it just right? I, don't, I don't, haven't heard a word. I of guess it. we're waiting, <laughs> waiting for the results. I guess it leaves you wanting more. It's uh, taking a little bit. I don't. How could I, it not? Yeah, I could. Did you want something? There's more TikTok time. 
Yeah. <laughs> they used to allow you more time on Vine. It's six seconds to perform. She's nailing that. I don't know. Pretty impressed. But showing up 13 minutes before six, that's, she's going to start a show on time today. Uh, she still got out of the car, though. No, she so. did. I watched oh, did her. Yeah, okay. it's pretty amazing. She takes a 25-minute nap in the car. <laughs> Maybe there is a social, uh, you know, she has to do so many Instagram posts and, you know. Yeah, maybe. Paid for that. Maybe. I thought she was down in McNabb sleeping in his car and <laughs> stuff like that. McNabb used to do that, but McNabb would show up on time and just sleep until the show started. And well, then, on well, time was five minutes before. Right, that was on time, yeah. yeah. But then he'd sleep until he heard Mark Malone open the show, and then he'd come running. Bro! Down. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, bro. Anyway, but and, uh, that aside, and surprising uh, all of us there with that uh, little cameo. Yeah, in the I'm, I'm blown away. Shocked. Uh, but thank you to Dr. Fixler and the crew. Brady's right. If you've got pets and they're about the same age, you start looking at them going, oh, God, please. One of you just be a miracle and last a few years long. Yeah, 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 break it down for me because this is tough. I, I had to use them in October. Uh, or actually, yeah, it was October for uh, Dutch. And then uh, turn that around and then use uh, Lucy yesterday, a cat, uh, had to go. And, oh. and he told me something. He said like eight of the ten times he sees a cat, it's for – Kidney failure, like they they all they almost all end up it's going. Like a to common that. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's not even. It's like what gets them, and that's a lot. And he said, "Yeah, I see this all the time." He said, "And it's never easy, but it's the the typical way they they show you the signs and they go right down." So losing Lucy yesterday, and and then I go to the uh, before we had to go take care of this situation. We knew it was coming. Uh, I went over to Lost Your Home Pet Rescue, and I was going to do a cat, but I couldn't be around the cats. Like they had, I just like I can't be in the cat room today. It's just. Uh, I, it's going to be a weird day. I don't want this to be a thing where I'm like, yay, and then find a home for this one. Melt down and then go home and knock one out. Uh, so uh, I think the, kid, the little guy's name was Milo. Watch the video. The, the pup, he's a puppy. He's going this weekend. There's no way. He's the cutest, sweetest dog I've ever been around in my life. He was amazing. I've, I do this every week, and this little dog uh, just jumped in my lap like, I, like the floor was hot lava. Floor's hot lava, and he would walk on only me. Like he knew it was just this joke. He is amazing, and uh, and I it was a hard thing not to just scoop him up and take him home. But knowing that you know you take a new puppy home and then the euthanasia people arrive, it's kind of a mixed message to the rest of the animals. Am I next? Am I being replaced? Every time read. I hear you say the doctor's name, I think of Doctor Seuss. Call the Fixler. Call the Fixler. He'll be there with his bamboozles. Uh, anyway, so thanks to them. That is a uh, if you're a pet owner, it is essential you keep them close because. Compassion is, I mean, I can't even imagine doing the job they do, but they're amazing. And just, I don't know how they do it day in and day out. I told him yesterday because I've I've talked to him and I'm like, I've met him. I've met him a hundred times. We've talked about him on the radio. And uh, I said, there's going to be one time where I see you in person where I'm not crying. Like, as a man, it's got to be hard to see me every time go, hey, it's good to see you again. All right, Weepy Willow, let's do this. And every time he sees me, I'm crying. So then I go over to the Lost Our Home, I do the thing with the dog. And then uh, this girl, Nikki, who's kind of running the show there for us, at least what we do, pops by and says, uh, look at this little guy. He, he, only, he would only sit on my lap. Look at how adorable that little dog is. Uh, Curtis, your oh, he's not there. He's No, gone he's already. gone already. And then he's like, hot lava, hot lava. Every time he touched the ground, he wanted to jump up on my lap and sit on my lap. He, he just loved me. Oh, he's the best. Love that little guy. So then we go over to the cat room because uh, – She's like, you want to see a bunch of kittens? And I'm like, mm, yes, I do. <laughs> Going to the cat house. Kittens, kittens in my palm of my hand. Kittens. It was like kittens everywhere. Like it just, you get rid of the, you say it cuter. Look at all the kittens. It was, it was ridiculous. So imagine Megan there. 
Oh, Lucy was her cat. Like they had some sort of weird avatar bond. It was uh, she knew when Lucy didn't feel well for uh, the whole time the cat was alive. Lucy's not right. I'm like I don't notice anything. That cat doesn't move. And honestly, as much as I liked this cat, cats don't do much. They sleep like eighty percent of their lives. So putting a cat to sleep it's the first time I've ever had to do that. Uh, kind of like how I saw her whole her whole life. She's just laying there. She didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, well, that's which makes good. it a little easier because the position she was last in was the one I almost always saw her in, which is laying down. The only difference is when I'd walk in, she'd look around like, "All right, you're gonna touch me or anything." She was a great pet, though, like just the best, just amazing. So losing her yesterday. Makes it a lot easier when you have uh, the the happy endings and Doctor Fixler and his crew. They are unbelievable, Un- and I'm, like you said, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you do that for a job because it's an amazing service. You realize how much you're helping. People. You're helping absolutely, people, but, man. That's got to emotionally just trash there's you by tons, the end of the day. Exactly. There's t- you just watching people break down all the time. You're you are helping people, but my God. I mean, uh, it's just got to be tough to see. Like you said, you get home at 6 o'clock, and you're like, yeah, you, oh, five or six of those today, I'm about out. So it's not it's, for it's, everyone. It is no. not for everyone. That's what makes them so special. And, and to be to, to still be so uh, authentic, like at a certain point, you'd think you'd just become cold and like go through the routine of, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's good that, you know, like it seems like there's real compassion there. Either he's the best actor in the world and it has jaded him or it hasn't jaded him and he actually feels the emotions. It's amazing. So... Uh, thanks to them, because yesterday was heavy, just a heavy day. When you when you kill something, you don't want to kill. It's just a heavy day. Hello, Twitter world. Boy, that last sentence John said, couldn't have been more true. Hey, it's Juice, everybody. Yours truly, Brady. How's your cat, Juice? Wait, um, I don't know. I haven't seen him for a long time. I came to ask you if you guys knew where it was. I left the door open, and that was the Oh, yeah. What are you going to do, anyway, when he said the thing about, uh, killing something you didn't want to have to kill. Boy, can I relate to that. I've had many pets. One was a six-foot woman. It was, uh, I had to put it down. You I wish you knew Dr. Fixler. I wish Dr. Fixler was around back in 94 when I could have just called and said, I've got a pet that's out of hand. <laughs> we got to get rid of her. And it just come by very peacefully. Because what I did uh, for my pet was not peaceful, Brady. It was very violent. And I would have much rather just had that moment where we sedate her and then, you know, shave her leg and then put a, a needle in a vein and watch her go, Jesus Christ. I thought somebody hit the door to kick me out. Anyway, just, you know, beautiful words, John. Beautiful words. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Us people who understand and relate to putting things down. At, uh, we didn't want to. It's, it's very hard to watch something you love die and bleed to death on your porch. That is not... That would happen. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Strong words. <laughs> Strong. He can, you know what? He feels like he can relate to certain things. I'm, I'm like every man. I'm just an every man. Same similar life uh, experiences as you. Uh, you killed your cat, and I dropped a pussy on a porch with a weight. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Juice. It's always good to see you. Always good. Now, 
to the real matters at hand in life, not just my personal nonsense. Uh, go to the go to the Lost Home Pet Rescue and get rid of those kittens, please. Please, everyone, go grab one. They're you can't be there. I don't know how you hand a guy a kitten. And I told her too. I said, uh, I'm going home in about an hour to where we're going to put down our cat of uh, 16 years. And oh, that's you want to see some kittens? I know. Not, what is it? You're going to play Elton John's Circle of Life on top of this? It's not. And then you're holding this little thing. You're like, oh my god, the pet. The pet revolving door never ends. It's just they're always there's always a few who need you. I'll take amazing. all eight of them. I'll take them. Then I think I witnessed a lie, although a decent lie. Uh, a lady came in with a little um, pink basket, like a little tiny laundry basket, and she goes, "I just found these." And you cracked the top of it, and it was uh, guinea pigs, and. The basket was like spotless clean. There was a note on it that said, please find a good home for my guinea pigs and this and that. And she's standing and she hands them. And then the lady says, what do you mean you found them? Like just running around. And she goes, no, they were, they were in this basket. I'm like, it's 100 degrees outside. Nobody with a kindness to write the note to say find a good home. It's just, oh, and a brand new bottle of water. And just putting, hands it over. And I'm like, she's giving up her guinea pigs. She didn't say... What she said, she just found the basket. She there. found the basket. It wasn't like outside. she put that together. Just somebody just laid a basket out in 110 degrees on a laundry basket of guinea pigs with their water bottle laying close, and it was just spotless clean. In like the she, bulk trash. What? Yeah, they're waiting you, for them to be picked right. up. You'd have had to find that in like two seconds, as clean as it was, and the note was perfect. Well, and it's a good thing she brought it to a shelter. Yeah. But why? Why say that? Why not just say I can't take care of them, or why say I need help? Help me find something for these. Because you're embarrassed. Because you're embarrassed that you're quitting. That yeah. you had no idea the two guinea pigs you have were male and female. <laughs> right. You should be embarrassed. You, yeah, and you had some issues going, and you didn't do any research, and you don't really like them. Now what do you do? Yeah. You have uh, another batch coming if you don't Right, do and that's my guess, them. is one of them she thinks might be loaded and ready for dropping more guinea pigs. So she just dropped them off and said, uh, uh, I found this. So she didn't have to fill up papers or anything like that or do a drop-off or so they've got a batch of G pigs over there. Well, no, they're, they're, they don't do that. Oh. They'll, they'll find. She said, "We'll find a place for them. So they'll find somebody that'll take care of them." And they, they talk about people who do great work, watching folks just drop animals off, going, "Nah, not for me." And the one that they uh, that dude I found this bearded dragon. Yeah, I found it in my atrium. I mean, outside. <laughs> I found. I just found these. Really, were they running around? Oh no, they were in this pink basket that has my name on it. Uh, the dog that fell in the canal that that dude named Salty jumped in and got, uh, and that went to Lost Our Home see Pet him? Rescue. No, the owners came and got him. Wow! So they had a they had oh, the owners good. see it on the news and like there he is. So they knew where it was. So we didn't have to worry about that one. Talk about feeling Great. stupid on that too. Well, your dog I'm got too, loose. Yeah, left in the canal. You live close to canal. Oh, he feels horrible. But at least they got him back, which is great news. Uh, and then uh, the the real news of the day is what Brady and I were talking about off the air before. Elon Musk, who a couple days ago said, I'm not a Democrat anymore. It's just a, it's an evil group of people. I, I used to vote strictly. Down. I am full Republican now. And his next uh, words were, let's watch the Democrats uh, uh, tear me down. Let's see how they do this. Let's see what their smear campaign looks like. One day later, uh, there's uh, somebody coming clean with a Elon Musk sexual harassment uh, settlement suit. Shocking. One day after he said, they're going to come get me. Now, either he knew this was coming and spun it way before you could spin and played the game as well as anybody's ever played True. it. True. Which is like, hey, I know they're going to they're gonna go public with this because I'm pissing a lot of people off with this Twitter thing. I'm going to say I'm Republican. I'm going to watch the Democrats 
Uh, I'm going bl- to blame them for the news that's about to break. But if you read the story, he's a billionaire on a private plane, his own, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And the stewardess or flight attendant was encouraged to go get a massage therapist license. You can get on more flights with me if you have a massage uh, therapy license because I love, I love a massage and uh, you'll be on the plane almost every time I go somewhere if you get one. So she, she gets one. She goes and gets one, and while she's rubbing him down, he's uh, you know, he likes that. So he's starting to take it in sexual directions of, you know, erections and you know, probably some dirty talk. He whips it out, rubs her leg a couple of times. She starts seeing the door because she's not responding properly to his advances, and uh, and then they give her a quarter of a million dollars offers, to shut up. Offers to buy her a horse. Yeah, give me a hand job, and uh, I'll, I'll buy you a horse. Guess what I'd have in that situation? A horse. I'd have the Clydesdales. Yeah. I mean, Budweiser <laughs> Clydesdales would be rolling yeah. through my house. I would be riding a horse to work You'd be every parades. day. Oh, yeah. Every day. <laughs> if I'm on a billionaire's plane and he says, you should get a massage license, I'd be like, huh, wonder what that's for, to massage the billionaire, I would guess. And then I go and get it. I'm sending the signal. I'm willing to rub you down. And she goes and gets She didn't have any desire to be a massage therapist. She wanted to be a flight attendant on private jets. And you she don't got the game. have to. But if you get your license massage yeah. there, you'll you'll get on more flights. Not every time a billionaire pulls his dick out to try to get you to like him is it sexual harassment. That is not across the board every time. For a billionaire, yes, I know it's a mixed message. If Brett pulls his dick out on a plane, he's Antonio Sherrod McGarity. That's <laughs> it's illegal to do on Spirit and Southwest and Coach. Well, I don't know about Spirit and you know uh, Allegiant Look, stuff like that. But, but, you know, well, times, sometimes. <laughs> It's it, frowned upon. It's, it's definitely not encouraged. It happens quite uh, quite off. I'm saying coach on any airline uh, is pretty much a place where it could happen and is frowned upon because it's the people that do it are almost all like bad. You don't yeah. want it. So it has to be against the law. First class even at a certain point, if the story's good enough, I'll take a look at your helmet. I don't like, like if you've got enough money and be like, you want to see my dick now? I'm like, kind of. <laughs> Mainly because I want to compare how I am next to the billionaire. He's beating me in every other area of life. But if you're climbing on a billionaire's plane, you're giving him naked rubdowns, and all of a sudden he's offering to buy you a pony if you touch his pee-pee, that came with the idea that the billionaire asked you to be a massage therapist, and you went out and got a license. You sent him the signal of like, yeah, I'm, I want to rub you down. I want to do I'm, – I'm at your service at all turns. She got a $250,000 check, and she's not the one talking – it's her friend. So she confided in her friend that all this happened because she signed a non-disclosure. She can lose that money if she talks. Her friend is telling the tale, which make, which adds to Elon's smear campaign idea. Like, oh, okay, I see. Well, now somebody's going to come free on some of my, my uh, you know, skeletons. And sure, sure enough, within a day of him saying that, it happened. Yep. And uh, I don't know. A billionaire says, give me a hand job. I'm, my next question is is not uh, give me the number to the police. It's uh, how much do I get for this hand job? You're a billionaire. You've got something to offer me. All you right, want a hand job? Like, All right. Give me a hand job. No. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he forced her to no. get old. Now, she wasn't getting as much work on the plane because maybe he's embarrassed. I've had, uh, you know, situations where you try to to make a move on a girl who you misread the signals and she tells you, no, it's not, I just want to be your friend. And boy, have I heard that. I, I didn't pursue it and force her to do it. We both got over it. Now, if I pulled my dick out and I've got nothing behind it in the form of millions and billions of dollars, 
are probably not going to get away with that. But if you've got a billion dollars, there's two sides to this. You're hanging around a billionaire and you're rubbing him down a lot. You can probably think that the next thing is he's going to think there's more to this. I have not laid healthy boundaries down. Two, the billionaire is an idiot for whipping his dick out without knowing the healthy boundaries because he's got something to lose. So everybody here is dumb knowing and we should all move though. on. And knowing his statistics, he's like, I have a 90% chance of that happening. Absolutely. Yeah, knowing his kill rate. Yeah, and he's like, well. Let's just put it this way. When Bill Dance used to go fishing, he rarely came home without one. Right. So he was shocked as anybody else when Bill Dance would take the old Ranger bass boat out and come home empty-handed. The one most shocked is Bill Dance. Right? The one most surprised. Elon Musk is the same. He goes fishing most every time. He's got one. He's hooked something. The times he doesn't, he's embarrassed. He's on the spectrum, too. I'd lean on that if I was him in a huge way. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like Rain Man. My stats are a 98.9%. How often does he get turned down? And then he has to worry, oh, no, I just pulled my dick out. And some girl said, no, I got to pay her. This is going to look bad. And so he gave her 250 grand. Louis Anderson. Big fat Louis Anderson wrote a check for $250,000 for misreading the room once. Picked that dude up right here in Mesa. Hey, see that ass back there? Why don't you shove your Johnson in it? The guy's like, I'm not gay. Oh, crap. And then he fires off a $250,000 check. The guy took it right to the National Enquirer and said, you're not going to believe my night. <laughs> Louis Anderson gave me a quarter of a million dollars because he wanted me to BF him in Mesa. And I said, no. I thought you were a homosexual. I thought you were a prostitute. I didn't know you just needed a ride. Yuck. So, yeah, and I would turn down Louis Anderson's anal sex advances, especially if he's got that quick a trigger to throw me a $250,000 check. Don't tell nobody about this. Jeez Louise. You got it, Louis. I don't want people to think I'm some sort of a sex pervert. Louis, no one's thinking of you that way. And, if, and all sex with Louis Anderson was perverted. All of it. Not one time did I think of a, a nice... Gentle, beautiful lovemaking session with Louis Anderson. Yeah, that feels real good. Why don't you lick that part there, right in the Oriole? Oh yeah. <laughs> get the O ring. You gotta, you gotta get in there like a cat. <laughs> if you're gonna lick it, lick it good. Hey, that should be a song by Devo. Yeah, I don't top think five it. songs. Light some candles. Come on in here. We'll talk on each other's willies. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I don't think of Louis Anderson in that way. But 250 grand later, I'd have taken that. I'd have taken the offer and the. I'd have taken a, a few seconds of staring at uh, his dick for $250,000. I'd have actually probably helped. I'd have probably fiddled it a second if, if I knew later I was getting a quarter of a million tax free. What idiot That doesn't? was a very pleasant turn down. My problem with the world today <laughs> is non disclosures. Uh, the people who take the money don't ever have that moment where they just shut up and take the money. I took this. Nobody ever has personal responsibility with a non-disclosure. If I gave Brett $200,000 and said, sorry about that whole rubbing up against you thing, that was really uncalled for. And you took the money, you're like, hey, we're good. You paid me. We're even. This balanced out. It's like paying off a bet with a vig. Another two fifty can rub the other side. Yeah, we're good. yeah, but that's that's where we're different. <laughs> For every time I, I rub my my partially erect wiener up against Brett, I give him two hundred thousand dollars. Guess what? Brett's going to have some bruises. <laughs> He'll be retired in five years. Yeah. If you take the money in an NDA and you sign the NDA, 
It's time for now. Now it's your. Now you're and did you the problem. See that in the article, the NDAs now no longer. Of course, in California, because now people talk too much. <laughs> Which they is ruin the biggest them. NDA state in the. Yeah, you're wait. Of course it is. It's Hollywood. Yeah. Think of how many are floating around. They don't want their famous people to know that they're they have a thing about their balls. But if you sign it and you take the money, that's it. I don't. I don't feel sorry for you anymore that you couldn't get over this. That this is like ten years later, you're like, no, I took money and then I got the NDA. You're done. It's over. Elon Musk might be a weirdo, but he paid you off. You took the cash. You signed the papers. I don't care about you. Elon Musk is right again. Doesn't give him a right. Sure doesn't. That's why he paid her. That's why she took it. If he if he's a serial dick whipper outer, which most billionaires are, I w- I wonder if she's mad at her friend. Yeah, we because, have to, like, we'll, we'll never settled, hear from her. I settled, and it's it's my deal. I'm over. I'm, yeah, you who know. are you? But again, who knows? Because Elon said days before, watch the smear campaign start. Yeah. Maybe oh. he did pay someone off. $250,000 to him isn't that much. Well, these broads can't keep their mouths shut. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so Italian. <laughs> but I mean, look at no, but that's Dave Elson went through the same thing. Yeah. With, you know, his oh, was that's a, true. He was supposed to, you know, the, well, the chick was supposed to keep it quiet and her friend blabbed. Her, yeah, I was going to say, her buddy got hold of yeah. that and did the same thing. Yeah. You're right. And if friends get hold of your... Jerk off sessions on, you know, but that's her friend too. After, did she didn't take any money? Elsa I don't think played. so. I think it was just, they were just in love. Right. And uh, the worst part is, is that why, what are you saving all that for? Uh, you know? And why are you showing it to pals? You want to see that's the, the worst part. guitar player for uh, Megadeth beating off in a hotel? Well, who doesn't? <laughs> no. My, the answer to that is no. Although I did watch the videos and Dave, uh, not bad. Good volume for a man his age. I mean, he's no decorator, but, you know, I mean... Oh, he's no decorator, but, I mean, things were happening that I didn't expect, and there was no, like, most people in their 50s after they uh, have their moment, after they have the yummy gun go off, they basically apologize to everyone in the room, including the camera, and sorry about that. Sorry, computer. Sorry, internet. Nobody needs to see this. Very rarely is it something you're like, wow, good volume. Nice job, Elson. So I was proud of Dave. You know, his wife's the one that's got the issue with it, and rightfully so, but for me to care, I don't care. I'd still buy David a drink, even though he doesn't drink. I actually only bought David a drink once. And he thought it was, he thought it was a coffee. Sprite, and it was a vodka soda, and he took a sip. And I'm like, we're not back on the wagon, are we? Because <laughs> now I'd have to have a little more than that. I'm like, geez, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> didn't know. He's drinking my drink. I'm like, I think I've got Sprite, Dave. What have you been pounding? It's that Seinfeld episode. But, yeah, so NDAs are NDAs for a reason. Non-disclosure agreement. So I'm sorry you can't get past seeing a billionaire's pee-pee. By the way, that's my goal in life, is to see a billionaire's pee-pee and hopefully uh, have him like me with it. I'll take it. Doesn't bother me. Same with the uh, the NDA has gone away along with off the record when people would oh, be yeah, talking to him. Yeah. That's just... That was off the record. <laughs> We're on TV now and you're saying it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Stedman's been doing it for years, been looking at a, a gross set of genitals on a billionaire. Hey, I never hear a word from him. You know how many horses Stedman's he has? my hero. Oh, Stedman's got a stable. <laughs> <laughs> got to get another horse for that, Oprah. I'm sorry. I can't look at it again. It, it's just disgusting. You and LMT got it. Who would you rather? Uh, <laughs> who would you rather blow, Oprah or Elon? Give mm. me that Tesla factory. I don't want to see what's going on down there with Oprah. Oh, yeah. Billionaires' genitals are always valuable, and everybody. Oh, I don't care about money. All right, then. Then exit Lies. the conversation because we all do.
And if a billionaire told Brady, go get a massage therapist license, meet me back here and massage me more often, and you get to hang out with me more, you're sending the signal that I want to be around you a lot more. And, and I all, want to touch you. And all you. I have to say is, no, that's not happening. Nah, and I'm still on the flights. I've got no passion for massage therapies. Like, I really like my attendants on my private jet that I bought and can hire anybody I want to. I'd like them to be massage therapists, too. Okay, I'm not your guy. If you're going to hold your ground, there it is. Well, I better get that massage license. Elon seems to really like rub downs. That, that can't send a mixed signal at all. I'm just tired of the new, like the lack of nuance. It's all just cut and dry. Oh, he should have never turned over and shown his willy to her. Well, technically, he should have never been naked with the flight attendant that went and got the massage therapy license. Oh, he was getting ready for the massage. Of course he was. That she went to school to provide only him. And she was also mad that she, you know, I had to buy my own table too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. He he kicked it back for that. You sure, take, he could have worked that in a deal. Yeah, you kick you kick in for the table, Elon. If you if you were cheap there, look. Bottom line, you took the money, you shook hands, you walked away. Sometimes you make a bad deal. Sometimes mm-hmm. you sign a deal that isn't so great. You eat it. A decent person just flat eats it. I'll go back in later and go. Yeah, I I know I was giving you a hand job and I totally agreed to this and signed papers legally and. I said it, and now I want something different. Well, you're a dick. That's all. Big Jay Okerson's coming in here later this morning. That guy's funny, like a very funny comedian. There's a chance if, uh, you know, he's probably got a couple bucks in his pocket. I don't know. He's been through a divorce for that seems to be lasting 100 years. Uh, But if he was sitting next to me and said, hey, if you want to be part of the bonfire with us over there on my show – all you got to do is touch the tip. I'm like, you know, let me see that thing. Let's see. I like, I like uh, <laughs> you and Soda are hilarious. Let me give me it. I went the full nine, didn't I? Can you please it like a harmonica? Now, am I a third member or am I just kind of like barrel boy? What am I? That'd be barrel. fun. I'd like to be out there and hang out with uh, Okerson and Soda for a few hours. And then when I got bored with it, I'd be like, thanks for the opportunity. I knew what I was getting into. I'm going to go back to the show and not blow Brady. That's how it's going to work. I love my horse. <laughs> Thank you. This pony is beautiful. Anybody buys me a horse, probably going to, whatever they ask for next is going to happen. You know? You buy, you buy me a horse and then say, all I want you to do is just French kiss my belly button for an hour. Okay. Brady, I'll do that. <laughs> she would have gotten the horse either way. She right. said no. She's like, you know what? I'm going to get you the horse anyway. But I'm a smart guy, Brady. I'm not an idiot. You offer me a horse to French kiss that belly button. I'd be like, all right, that sounds like a good deal. But what I'm going to need from you is a monthly payment to to care for this horse. I didn't know that was going to be offered. I don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, stable. I need a stable, and I need some, you know, just basically uh, two grand a month. Uh, Horse support. And throw on a Tesla, too. Just And just while we're at the, it, you know, I'd like an electric measure. vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And if he's, if you negotiate down, fantastic. What made me feel like a prostitute? You took the money. I just, it's, the world has gone so It sideways. just got to a point where I was tired of taking the money. <laughs> right. I just didn't, I, friends told me I could have gotten more. Now I feel dumb. I'd be so, yeah. I'd be mad at my friend. Well, sure. The girl that talks, look, there's my, my 250s on the line now. If you blew Elon Musk, Brady, <laughs> took $250,000, and I, I would, first off, I'd be all over you <laughs> as a friend. 
I signed an NDA, man. That might be our center square today. <laughs> Brady, who blew billionaires, NDA guy. Wow. Can't talk about it. But I can. And you told me. I got 250 grand because I blew him, but then I felt bad. Like, you only got 250000 from Elon Musk? You idiot. That's a, you should have gotten at least a couple. That's a seven-figure deal. He's going to hand that over. How did he negotiate you down to two fifty? I'd be teasing you like crazy amongst each other. Now, I would never go public with it because that's your thing. But you and I would be – it would be an but inside joke. But she did. Well, her, but yeah. So I'd be the biggest dick in the yeah. world as the friend to go, I'm going to call the news and you're going to get more. But that's the old Eddie Murphy thing. You need more. The friend talks him into. The friends start rat effing all day long to say, we're going to get him. I'll get him for you. And they, they turn hero and the girl who can't And now talk. she's going to get to go on the press junket. Yeah. Oh, she'll be the one that's like, I spilled the beans on this. I'm the whistleblower. She feels like she's doing a service. She's going to write a book and everything yeah. else. And what's Elon going to do? Write another check to your to your friend to get you the proper amount for being, uh, you know, against the idea of seeing his penis? Yeah, is he a dick? Yeah, is he uh, entitled? Yep. Uh, because most billionaires don't think like you and I. So hanging out with them, you're going to see things and feel things that you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. He didn't rape her. No. He made a really ugly advance. You can get over that. Especially when That's he goes That's the thing down. that gets me. It's, I experienced anxiety. I couldn't go back right. to work. Um, I, and I, then- I, <laughs> I saw Elon Musk's dick, and I couldn't work another day. Because she's thinking to herself, I shouldn't have to work any. And she got her money. Unless it is a smear campaign, which I'm fascinated by. We'll see. And we'll see if the... Uh, the people he used to side with turn on him as fast as he says they're going to because now he said he's a Republican. And I don't think you can do that in this day and age and be as big a name as him without facing the consequences of being attacked by the political party that you just left. I, don't, I think they're going to go after him. That Twitter thing has everybody scared to death for some reason, especially the left. The right seems to be embracing the idea that you can say and do whatever you want on Twitter. And the left seems to be the one saying, no, we've got to limit free speech and limit what this is a company it's like yeah it's his what you were saying before when it was twitter it's like it's a company they can do whatever they want with that company they can ban whoever i'm like i agree with that now you got a guy who bought it or potentially might buy it who's saying when i own the company i'm gonna do this with it and suddenly that is all out the window the whole you can do whatever you want with your company there's probably three consequences documentaries on netflix or whatever but they all say the same thing the lawyers that take on the government and they win and they should come back at two years later, three years later. One thing you go, never think you can win against the government. <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose that fight. Political parties are one thing, but the government itself is going to get you. Anyway, I'm, I've been rooting for Elon. I'm all for what he's doing with Twitter. You know, you keep your dick in your pants, dummy. You've got too much to lose. That's all there is to it. I know you want to get laid a lot. You're a billionaire. You won. I don't think you got laid a lot in high school. I'm guessing your money is now what you're leading with, and you should. You should As I would, yeah. yeah. He's probably now seeing every girl that always turned him down as the nerdy spectrum weirdo falling at their knees to try to get a piece of him. So he doesn't know how to behave, and that's a lot of the people that are around him's fault. Keep your dick in your drawers. You know, I should put a little lock on that thing. Should only come out when there's like a nuclear code keys and two have to turn at the same time. Is this war games now? Yeah, or you what? have to war games his dick out because otherwise m- millions are on the line. Instead of lives, it's money. Could lose millions, Elon, if we don't code three, two, turn the key. 
That's how it should work. In fact, all of us should be equipped with that. When we're drunk, we, our dick should automatically lock, and then our best friend should hold the key as well. <laughs> you need the backup. Yeah, you got a backup key because two of us have to turn this key for this thing to come out. Otherwise, we're going to lose millions. Uh, it's 619. Keep your dicks in, everybody. It's the weekend. Uh, unless you get a full-on thumbs-up go. But if you've got a lot of money, don't, don't pull your dick out for anybody ever. Ever. Just leave it. Jerk off at home. Or find Louis Anderson's corpse. Okay, that's the oh. way. It, well, yeah, that's it's probably better now than it was then. <laughs> At least it's lost a lot of weight in the last few months. <laughs> Louis finally down to a good weight. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.